Today's show is brought to you by Talent the Six. Why go with those traditional speakers at your seminar, university, conference? If what you want is inspirational, hip, young, smart man, then reach out to the Talent the Six for your next speaking engagement guest. Send emails to thetalentthesix at gmail.com. Now let's start the show, man. Today we have a very talented individual, talented brother, man. He's a friend of the podcast, a friend of the Talent the Six. Uh, event production planner, uh, fashion icon here in the Columbus, man. He just <laughs> really pushes the culture forward. We got my boy Rio, man. What's yo, going yo, on, man? Yo, what's going on, man? Welcome Thank to the show. Thank you I really appreciate you for coming. No doubt. Before we get started, man, I just want to let everybody know who you are a little bit. I don't feel like, you know, other than the memes. Other than the memes, we kind of, you know, <laughs> other get everybody. Other than the memes. Uh, now, well, like you said, you know, my name is Rio here mm-hmm. in Columbus, Ohio. I do a few things. I, uh, run a clothing store, retail store, Tacma. I do a lot of events. Uh, some of the biggest clubs in the city, I would like to think. Um, and that's pretty much about it, man. I've been around doing a few things for a Don't while. Lie to trying us, to, Don't trying lie to push us. the culture forward, like you say. <laughs> you know, just trying to leave my mark and make my uh, make my way. I see you got the curl. He's not for y'all that don't know. Rio's the curl guy, man. For y'all who know, man, I'm looking at my boy. That's like my my trademark. That's your signature. You know, that's my signature. Now I will say this: I usually see when I do see y'all, you got the tack my dad hat on to the back with the curl to the front. <laughs> well, I first had to start doing that because yeah. it, it made my hat look funny with my hair being so long. Okay. So when I put a hat on, it looked kind of silly. <laughs> so I had to turn it to the back and be innovative with that, and it kind of just stuck. You know, so big bet, big that's kind of like the signature move with the dad hats now. <laughs> hey, them dad hats is like, you know what's crazy? I was talking to my boy a couple months ago when, y'all, when they first, like, tackling really start pushing them. They've been out for a while. Like, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. The wave just kind of, like, took off out yeah. of nowhere. Like, they've been around forever. You know, Polo, Ralph Lauren been doing it forever. But yeah. just recently, for some reason, it took off, you know, with, with all genres was it Brian? and all. I mean, so honestly, he, I don't know what it was. <laughs> I seen him with a couple, but I don't think he was the one that kind of bring it back. I think now, like, fashion is just so, like, you know, everywhere that, you know, once something catch, mm-hmm. it just sticks. And that and that's, you know, that had something you could wear, you know, when you're getting fresh going out. Yeah, or you could throw it on going to the, to it's the my grocery favorite. store. Like, it's like my favorite thing to throw on because, I mean, it used to be the white tees, then turn into V-necks, you know, as you progress because you don't want to wear big tees no more. Right, right. And now dad had with us some anything it's that cozy wave I yeah guess, you know, you can, you know the, the comfort <laughs> fashion is definitely the wave right now so you know you see people wearing the sweats the fitted sweatpants the joggers the and the, not the nah. fitted sweats yet <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe in the near future not right now that's but the, like you said, that's the waves i mean it it's is, the waves you know nike tech and uh yeah. and you know a lot of high yeah. fashion brands you know do like a fitted mm-hmm. fitted jogger but you know maybe soon you know that will be acceptable in the club I get you. We're going we gonna to get to your, your entrepreneur stuff a little later because we, we know you got a lot of For things sure. going on in the city. We're going to get to the memes later, man, because uh, you shut down the internet. That's some things you do. That's not, what you do. You well, know, it's not you. It's your daughter. my daughter. Your daughter me, shut down the internet. Me. But, I mean, since you're her dad, they got to come through. You yeah, know, I'm right? just there by default. All right. I mean, because yeah, a lot of people, they like, why you in the pick? Put her, just let her see her. But you're like, nah. Yeah, you know? I, I kind of lost my wave in the midst of thing. <laughs> but, all right, let's shift over real quick. I know... If y'all haven't heard, last week, couple, I think a couple days ago last week, the old mistrial in the, the Walter Scott case, man, which was super crazy because uh, I read up on it a little bit yesterday in the day and how pretty much the jurors couldn't get a unanimous decision. Yep, now, I don't know if you've seen the video. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the video. And, uh, I mean, the cops should go to should be in on death row. I mean, me. the, 
at this point now, the yeah. way things are, I would be more surprised if a cop was convicted. Well, I ain't think about that. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, it's wrong. You know, it's obviously yeah. wrong. Everybody sees what they're doing is wrong time and time again. But we get the same results every time. You know, not guilty. Fifty fifth degree manslaughter. One day in jail. Pay yeah. vacation. Whatever you know the case is, and it's nothing being done about their actions. So I would honestly be more surprised if something was actually done about their actions. But yeah. I mean, I think we all, everybody who's seen it knows he was guilty, knows he was wrong. Uh, just like many of the other cases we've seen. But you know, justice seems to continue to, to fail the young black community. It, man, what? Because he, he is, he, he was fired from his job, which I mean, that's whoop de doo like, Right. That's, that's, that's it. You know, slap on the wrist. Right. Cause somebody's gonna pick him up and give him something because he killed him, you know, what he for what he did. But it's just like you say, it's baffling because we have video evidence, but it's just it's funny and what, what more could you ask for it? You, you know. got video in the in the case, uh, man. It's so I, I I'm it's so, so I apologize. It's There's so many, many different ones you can name. I, it's just I, I forget a lot of names because there's so many that could run through my head. But the the guy in New York who uh, who was choked to death, there was video on that. Yeah, and that guy who caught the video. And, 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 I mean, there's Mike Brown, and you know, it's it's yeah. endless. Even even Trayvon, you know, all the way back to Trayvon Martin, there wasn't video of his, his situation. But it's so many things that even if you know the case ended out ended up the same, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem like there was enough attention put on it or enough uh, effort put into the case to get the the truth and to get the the right outcome. But you know, like I said, it's it's Do it's think- very unfortunate. But you know. I would be more surprised if a cop actually did get charged for for their wrongdoings. Okay, because I'm I'm reading here like they're gonna have another trial, most likely. Got to. Uh, you know the the attorneys for the family are definitely pushing. They got a quote here to saying justice will be had because, like you say, like I said earlier, one person was the not I guess the non guilty. Yeah, decided. yeah. What I seen was it was one person who said they couldn't consciously say <laughs> that uh, the officer was guilty. And I believe, and don't quote me on this, the officer said that he felt his life was threatened. And his life was in threat as uh, this man is this running man is away, away from, from <laughs> with his back turned towards you. But, you know, that's the with card nothing, they always With pull. nothing in close range from to grab anything to throw at you or to feel, man, these, uh, it's these we cops. We can go on forever about yeah, we the can. wrongs in this case. Um, hopefully, you know, justice will be served. For his, you know, the sake of his family and you know the whole country and the whole black community and everybody that we need to win, man. No, we need we need to win. <laughs> I mean, We're that's desperate it's sad to say right that, now. but that it comes down to this that we that these men have to lose their life, but we need to win. No, we we justice definitely needs to be served. I don't know if uh just to kind of get off topic here a little bit. I was I was on Breakfast Club watching an interview they had with Trevor Noah today. I don't know right. if you've seen that. I didn't get to see it. Did you see Tommy Lauren? Yeah, I've seen not, that one. That one. Okay, that, we don't get to that one, but he was on Breakfast Club, if not this morning, last yesterday morning, and they talked to him, and he had made a good point because he's from South, Af- South Africa. And he had made a point of years ago or uh, recently that the South African government came out and I don't know if he used the word apologize, but said we were wrong for how we treated the black people in this country. Like, they kind of apologized for it. Right. And he was, and Charlemagne or Angelique had asked him, do you think America would ever do that? Like, acknowledge that the system is set up for black right. people to fail. Yeah, I don't think And so. he said the same thing. He does, He never, he don't think it would happen because 
it'll cause so much. Yeah, I mean they would. Uproar. Yeah, I mean it would kind of just expose to the fact that they've known they've been wrong this whole time. But it seems to me like everybody knows they're wrong with but them, mm-hmm. uh, even or, or they know they're wrong obviously, but they just don't care. You know, it's just the way that the system is set up. And I mean, I don't know the reason. I'm sure it's many reasons, internal reasons. Um, you it's know, within them, me. you know, to me, it's you know, demonic. <laughs> yeah, you know, is is simply that. You Did know, you that's watch the Thirteenth documentary on Netflix? Yep, I seen that. Now, just because I know that's been out, if you haven't watched it, go check it out. It's shown how kind of after slavery, how things just kind of shifted into this narrative to where black people were looked upon, like you used the word demonic. We were looked upon as devils. Right. And, and to me, it shifted from physical to mental. Mm-hmm. You know, slavery was also mental as well mm-hmm. with how they uh, treated the slaves and how they would do things to, uh, like, you know, like the main, like the, the head of the slaves or the biggest person, yeah, the big you know, guy, yeah, and how, yeah, they, yeah. how they would. The person they respected. They yeah, would, the person who was respected the most, him, you yeah. know, how they would, how they would do them. It was mental as well, but. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's more of, you know, I feel like it shifted more to more, like, a more a mental than game. physical. Yeah, you know, the way that they, they make you feel like, you know, you got the whole world in your hands. They make you feel like everything is equal, mm-hmm. but systematically everything is set up so that... You just can't get out. Yeah, you'll, barrel, you'll think you can. You'll have the hope and the faith, but it's set up to where it's a hundred times harder for you than... I will say this to all my young black listeners. You shouldn't listen to this anyway, but if you are, you know, with your parents' approval... It's more than that's out here than just rapping, man, and playing sports, man. <laughs> Go <laughs> get an education. Go to man. school, man. Like, like he said, it's mental. Break that cycle, man. Don't just look on TV and say I want to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Go to school, learn, man. The better you, the better understanding you have of how the government works, how the system works, the better you have a chance of fighting it and you know overcoming it. The more you know, the more you can do. But we gonna jump to that time with Lauren Trevor know when he was on, when she was on his show, uh, the late the late night show, yeah, whatever it's yeah. called. Now I watched it a couple times, and I don't not I'm not a Tiny Lauren fan at all. No. I've never I don't think I've seen her clips like fully. It's more a little like more so on Facebook, they pop up, but I've never really like watched her. I've watched a few. I've watched quite a few. So you can so you kind of understand how you well, you've seen how her rhetoric and how do you yeah, think she's racist? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, think that's kind that, of blatant, no, I, I think that either she's a complete racist. Or she's doing everything that it takes to get the ratings. Okay. Because her show is not a big show. Like, it's on the internet, and it's only in, like, two markets in the whole country. So, you know, a lot of people, you know, media is all about ratings, Mm -hmm. and, you know, that's what is getting ratings. You know, that's that's what's getting ratings for her. That's why she's known. That's why anybody knows who she is, because how believe she Do you think she has a voice? She definitely has a voice. She thinks she does. She's not mainstream media. No, she definitely has has a voice, and that's what the problem I do have mm-hmm. with her in the interview she did with Trevor Noah is, although he did make her look silly, and although he did um, prove a lot of what she was saying is he just pure ignorance, yeah, yeah. but he made her voice even bigger. You By putting so? somebody on that platform, as big as his show is, there are so many people who never knew who she was who now... We'll go back and, and look at her clips to see who is this girl? Why is she on the show? You know, what does she talk about that made her so significant enough to be mm-hmm. on this show, on this platform? Mm-hmm. So although it was good to see her uh, be trumped, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like it, that. although it was good to see that um, because people need to, to see that a lot of things is people say there's no facts behind it. It's just their ignorance and their... Um, 
their lack of knowledge, but um, I do think there was a negative effect in it and giving somebody so ignorant such a big platform. Okay. So now she's all over the media. They were gonna have her on the Breakfast Club the next yeah, day. She's, she's you know, she's everywhere now and, and I'm and I'm not saying that he is the you know, this her going on the Trevor Noah show is the sole reason, but it gave her a lot of notoriety that her platform, the the thing she talks about, the way she speaks, I don't think it's good for her to have. A, I will say I agree with you a little bit, and I disagree with you a little bit. From when I disagree in this disregard, when you said why did, you don't think it was the best thing to do put on the show, because but you do agree that it was good to get her to debunk a lot of stuff. Yeah, she's yeah, about. it was it was good to have somebody like put her in her place and okay. let you know let the world know that he did a good job of that yeah he did a great I mean, job he, he did it without attacking her he's very intelligent he's a very yeah. intelligent dude and and i think that that was needed mm-hmm. for her to be you know kind of put in her place but the, the the problem that i did have was it gave her a platform that she didn't deserve with See, with the message the that I, she's saying okay that, that's what i'm like ah because i like I said, I only seen her on Twitter and Facebook here and there. I really didn't care for her that much. I don't listen to her because the things I do hear is like, I don't care. That's not right. that's not my MO. But I will say, having, having her on there to really sound stupid and for him to just let her talk and she made a couple comments that, you know, Twitter took and, you know, buzzed it out. And it was just like, this woman really is, this This is y'all, this is y'all, y'all the face of the Republican Party a little other than Trump. Well, well look she at Fox News. She is just Fox a News miniature Fox News. She is Fox News is ridiculous. And and that's the thing, like that's that's why I said I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have a problem with it, but that's where I didn't like about it because now it's just giving this you know, as as stupid as she sounds, as many crazy things as she says, mm-hmm. there are millions of people who agree with her. She said the black panther I mean not black Black Lives Matter is the new KKK. Yeah. And, and although we don't believe that, that, that the KKK, or not the KKK, because they probably take that offensive. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we're better black than people. black people. Yeah, like, but there are many of people who agree with her. Uh, if you, and and <laughs> as... Un- he, he debunked it by saying, because when uh, she was on another... She said something. I'm sorry. I'm, my mind is rambling because I have all these quotes in my head. But he said something like, you can't take... This little majority, the little minority of the whole movement, and yeah. call the whole movement them. Yeah. Because you know he, she was like, you don't believe everything Trump says or Trump, everything this person says, but I'm not gonna sit here and tell you that's because you believe one thing they say, you believe everything they say. No, no, I, and I agree. And but we think he trumped her, but people on the other side may feel like she, she was 100 percent right, and that he was the ignorant one or that he was the uneducated one, but. I feel like majority people felt, you know, that she was made herself look silly on the show. When I, when you but that, if up? you watch Fox News, they say the I same thing I, she I, said. I hate, I hate Fox News. Fox <laughs> News is her times a, a million. So I feel like I feel like you just giving another ignorant person a platform. But I do feel like, you know, overall for us, for our people, for our community and our the conversation that needed to be had. Yeah, right? it needed to be had, and and she was made look stupid, and and yeah. and it was clear because they canceled her interviews. You know that oh, was supposed she, to happen. Oh, she would have went on him and got yeah. destroyed. So so I think that I th- I do think there was positive that came out of it and I do think that it was good for I I enjoy watching it as much as I I do not enjoy uh finding laughter and other sorrow I did enjoy watching 
uh, that happened in that mm-hmm. interview. Uh, but like I said, there was a small do, downside do you, to it. Like when, when people, because I know a lot of people that say I don't see color. When she said them words, I kind of was like, I'm glad he kind of you know caught that. Like you don't see color because I feel like people that say that don't want to acknowledge that I'm black because they. No, that I feel like. I feel like that's a hard thing to say mm-hmm. because everybody naturally has a little bit of stereotypical oh, bones in course, their body. Of course. You know, That's and it may not always from. be color, but it could be, you know, the way somebody dressed, the way mm-hmm. somebody looks, the you know, their yeah, color, their race, religion, you know, whatever it is. You know, so I, I find that very hard to believe because my father is white and my mother mm-hmm. is black. I see color. Yeah. I, I see you know, I don't I don't treat you any different because of your color. Mm-hmm. I don't act a certain way, you know, I don't judge you because of your color, but you know, it's yeah. it's, you, it's there. It's, yeah. You know, it's, when she said that, I was just like, yo, because I I have white friends or white coworkers or white people I interact with. And, yeah, man, I don't see color. Me, not black, too white, but I am, though. And growing up, I really didn't notice it because, you know, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, they must be cool. They, they don't right. care. But then as you get older, they're like, that's just an excuse for you to I don't think it. seeing color means you're racist. I mean, and I do think that maybe from their standpoint, they're saying when, when they're saying I don't see color – Maybe they're saying, you know, I don't, I'm not racist. I don't see color. I don't treat black people different yeah, than I treat any, anybody yeah, else, yeah. which I can understand. Which I definitely that, that, but that is a very broad statement to say I don't see color. Very um, broad. I don't like the statement. But I don't think it's as black as white, black and white, maybe mm-hmm. as their, you know, their perception of it. So I understand what they're saying, where, where they come from. But for me, it's just kind of. But when she said, I'm just like, but yeah, when she you said, it, I'm just like, nah, you're she's always just, getting on black people. And then, then she made a comment, I go out to Hillary Clinton. And the uh, she was just—I yeah, don't even want to because it was just so bad, man. Like yeah, he, it was—it was horrible. Now nah, he—he really. And, and the thing that I, I enjoyed about it is he didn't have to be loud. He didn't no, have to be ignorant. He didn't even a lot of times he, he didn't have to say show. anything. He gave her the show. Yeah, he let her say what she had to say. Yeah. And then sometimes he would just look at her and say, "Oh, okay." Just so everybody else could see how ignorant how she is. How stupid you sound, Tony. Yeah, and that's what I liked. I mean, because cause Trevor Noah is a very intelligent guy from what mm-hmm. I take from him. Mm-hmm. And he's very well-respected, very well-mannered. He's a great representation of, you know, as Because he's biracial like as well. Yeah. He grew up, I, I didn't notice that he grew up during apartheid in South Africa where he couldn't, his mother had to act like his nanny when they were out in public. Oh, right. If you That's haven't crazy. checked out the Burks Club interview, because his dad was white, his mom was black, and at that point in time, they were not allowed to talk to each other, let alone be right. having a child. Right. Yeah, he was technically crazy. illegal yeah. in that country at that time. Wow. Yeah. I, I, you know, I like they had to hide him in the house. Yeah. See, I mean, <laughs> and, and so he grew up thing, in a really yeah. crazy time. So <laughs> when he talks about this, uh, these racial things coming from a different country, he saw it totally different. He comes right. to America, and it's like, you know, he he's picked up different things from here and there but he he's like he's a very intelligent man he just he has a lot of knowledge definitely and for all, all those kids like i told you earlier man read man he's got it reads read a book pick up a book read the Ma- malcolm x books man all them definitely and and i would suggest you know whenever we we listening to these people talk and they aren't necessarily saying the exact same things that we think or we feel mm-hmm. you know people come from different situations people coming from a different point of view and people have you know different experiences so you know, although they may sound ignorant, although they may sound unintelligent, you know, it doesn't mean we have to stoop to that same level. You know, just be understanding that, you know, everybody not coming from the same perspective as you are. All right, man, let's start. Let's, let's take a pause for the cause real quick. Do you want to help out the Talent of Six? 
You can do so by going to the website, thetalentsix.com, subscribe, and leave a comment. Doing so will, to, will allow us to keep growing and provide our audience with this awesome post and content. Learn together, grow together, build together. Thetalentsix.com. All right, man, let's keep going. I like that, man. That was, that was smooth. I just came over there the other day, man. That was smooth. That was pretty nice. Hey, man, we're look, we looking for y'all out there listening. We're looking for ad, advertising, man. If you got you a nice young business is growing, you want to advertise the Talent 6 podcast, man, shoot us a email at Talent6SIX at gmail.com, man. Are right, we going to move to a little bit lighter stuff, man. You know, I'm done talking about just social construct, Politics race, and right. all this stuff because, you know, the last thing Charlamagne did say, and so does Charlie know that, you know, Racism should be treated as like a disease instead of this this just word that people throw around because it's hereditary. And I definitely agree with him when he said that. It's something that is taught at a very young age. My nephews, they don't see, they, they don't not like anybody because they're different. And I feel like I would never teach them that. My, their mother would never teach them that. So, yeah. And then know. I have a daughter. You know, I have a daughter. Yeah, your daughter grew up and she's not going to, she's going to see. Funny story, high school, man. No, I'll take that back. I was 20 years old. I'm working at Lowe's before I joined the military. And I walked by, and this little this little white kid, he's like six. He looks, he's staring at me. And I smile at him, and he looks at his mommy and said, I hear him, Mommy, why is he that color? <laughs> like, Mommy, why is he, he looks chocolate. Like, because he, he's probably never seen a black kid in his life. He lives yeah. out in Willoughby or whatever. Yeah. And it's kids that never grew up and they don't they homeschool. They don't see black people take it to high school. Man. Right, yeah. It's culture <laughs> shock when they And do, then especially like, if their parents are right. the type of people that grew up and they just learn that black people or or people of color are just crazy. Different. And, they treat us like the the colored people, like we the colored folk. Like we're not real people. Yeah, like, like we animals. Oh, man, they see like, it on TV. Oh, you're, are you like LeBron James? <laughs> are you are you like Russell Wilson? Nah man, chill out. I'm a regular ass dude just like everybody else. Are we gonna move on, man? Christmas time's coming up, man. Definitely. Christmas and you got a smiley face. You about to you year, got you, you know, your lady something nice, man. My daughter's second oh, Christmas. Oh, this is nice. You got yeah, you a yeah, young yeah. one. Got the little one. So my question is, do you get her gift first, or you get your wife's gift? First? So this is the interesting thing. My so, wife is Jehovah Witness. So my wife and my stepson, they don't celebrate. Oh, she did. So it's just on my daughter, <laughs> you know, my mom and stuff like that. So this is an even better time of the year. Well, shout out, you know, you know to them. I don't know a lot about the religion. <laughs> I, I have some friends that are, but I don't know a lot about I know they hate. I had a party a couple of days ago. My one friend, she's a woman. Gabe, I can't come to them. Why not? You're celebrating Christmas. I'm like, it's an ugly sweater party. I know, Christmas nothing to do with it. But, I mean, if you feel that way, I would have yeah, changed yeah, the title for you. I celebrate uh, Graduations and anniversaries. So Man, no holidays. No so no Valentine's Day. No Christmas. Man. No birthdays. No birthdays. Like so. How you get? How you pull that? <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, so you know, uh, although it would be nice, uh, it is easy on the pockets. Mm-hmm. So I definitely will begin my daughter. A few the more things. Now, so what I do is I celebrate with my family, like my mother, like okay. brother. And she's cool with that. Yeah. Oh, you cool. Know, so I, I, that's the thing. We got a mutual respect for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, because Jehovah's Witness is a Christian religion. So yeah. it, there are some differences, but there's nothing uh, to where, you know, we can't come to a medium mm-hmm. without sacrificing our that's own you beliefs. Woman, you know, so. A lot of women are like, nah, we ain't doing that in my house. I'm just like, what? This is our house. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I respect her, you know. Uh, holidays are a tricky thing because you know it's not like if you have to celebrate a holiday you know yeah, yeah. so there's certain yeah. things that I do yeah. you know I'll go I'll go over my brother's house where we normally celebrate Christmas mm-hmm. or my mom's house and we all just celebrate over there and my wife she doesn't come 
So, uh, you know, but I don't put up a Christmas tree in the house. I don't, you know, because I have a stepson as well. So I have yeah. to, you know, she's raising him to believe this Jehovah Witness religion. So I, you know, I respect that as well. Oh, see, that's so, what's up, man. You're a good dude, man. Better than me. Try to be. I mean, as much as I would love my wife when I get one and she's Jehovah Witness, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how my mom would feel about that. I'm just going to keep 100 to you. I love you, hey. mom, but I, just don't, I don't know if my mom would. She you know, like moms me. are tough, man. Moms because are tough. My mom, she'll tell me she likes somebody, but won't tell me if she don't like somebody. She'll just let it just ride out. Like, give me them, <laughs> y'all good? Yeah. Y'all okay? And then we break up. Yeah, she wasn't the one for Why you ain't say nothing? Well, See, you know, my then, mom, she told my, my wife, when my wife was my girlfriend, uh, she said, don't marry him. <laughs> He's crazy. Don't marry him. At least mom's honest though. But she was. But they get along. My wife, in... Nah, they yeah, they get along great. Oh, so the thing is, my mom she lived in South Carolina for the last about six to eight, about six years. Okay. So she just moved back to Columbus within the last month. Mm-hmm. So they got along really good, but they didn't get to spend a lot of time together. Oh, and so I would take her out there to visit my mom. Yeah. So now it's you know they can build. Do you want your wife and your mom to hang out? Is that something most guys? I feel like some guys want that, but I don't think they really want that. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it. You know, I, I would love for them to have a, a, a great, strong relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I just look at it as, like, my wife's father and my father-in-law and me and him have a pretty good relationship. Um, and I have a good relationship with That's her mother. That's cool You know, so I think it's a good thing. I wouldn't want them, like, going out to the club or nothing no, no, together you know, like, like that. But, you know, like, they hang out. They go to brunch on Sunday, just like that. Or yeah. they go, you know, shopping together. On, you know, just like I that. would, but my mom, she she run her mouth a lot. She going to tell her everything. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, need her to know. Like, mom, when he was young. Be safe gatekeeper, yeah, like. when he was young, he used to do this and that. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. I've seen some pictures of you, John, though. It was a, it was a, dude, it was uh, a tough time. You brought a, <laughs> I do dreads. It was a, times was different back yeah, then. You had to eat a pick and you was like, what was I thinking? I'm like, bruh. Because I remember I had the, the big, you know, I had the size 48 Amici jeans. Bro. Yeah, that was the wave back then. With the forces and the 5XT. Yeah, I wore, I wore 38 back then. I wore 32 right now. Bruh, I wore 36 <laughs> now and I was wearing 48s. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 48, bro. Now that's a big jump. And talk, man, talking moms and let me buy, buy it for me. Yeah. And then, man, when you put the belt on, you got the little scrunch part in the front. Yep, so you got yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, that was, yeah, was bad. What was we? I, I hate. Think I hate. Thinking. Sometimes I hate black people. I really do. Cause y'all, they still know why that started. No. I really don't want no either. No. But all I remember, I saw the laughing tapping video. Somebody had to wear it in the video. I saw the laughing tapping video. And that's when I was like, I want a white tee. Yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> a lot of our culture out. is is influenced by by the music it's, industry. It's but, crazy. You know, so back to the original. Yeah, question. back to the Christmas thing. Yeah. You know, so it's my daughter's second Christmas. Her first Christmas, you know, she didn't even couldn't even open up a rapper, you know, open up yeah, a rapper. So, you, you doing so now, you know, I'm gonna get her, you know, more toys and stuff like that. You gonna see post how she react. Of course, someone. of course, it's it's pretty much her Instagram now. It's not so really how many anymore. how many likes has she garnered? Like, what's her like count? Um, the most recent one I posted on Twitter, I think, got about twelve thousand and like twenty thousand retweets. Twenty thousand likes, twelve thousand retweets. Um, the one before that really went crazy. I got like 50,000 retweets, like 70,000 likes. I'm still trying to get like the 12 likes. On, but see, it get kind of weird when it's your kids because then I got on Facebook one day. I don't get on Facebook a lot, yeah. but I post like family pictures and stuff on there. I get on there and I see these memes and stuff like all these people that I've never seen in my life, never met nothing. Yeah. And they got these memes of like me and my daughter, like 
Oh, you know, see. goals, father, daughter goals, stuff it's, like that. Little... And then it get a little weird, you know, like people tag me and other people's posts all the time with pictures of me and my daughter. Like, is this you and your daughter from like random people on the other side of the world? So it's a gift and a curse, man. When you got when you got the face like that, man. Yeah, well, you know, she she's a crazy I mean, kid, let's, man. Let's just let's just hope when she get older like that, I don't do that no more. Yeah, I mean, hey, I I've, I've contemplated a lot of times. It's like like I, I had to. What'd you say? Baby modeling. You gonna let her do that? Um, I mean, I would. Anybody reached out to you I yet? Would. Like, you nah. always get her in the Gerber commercial. <laughs> nah, she, see, my daughter, man, she, she's one right now, but mm-hmm. she has, like, a personality, personality of, like, a 20-year-old. <laughs> like, she's really crazy, so I would be afraid to put her on a set or yeah, something yeah. like that. Because she'll, she'll tell you off in a quick minute, and she, if she don't want to do something, there's yeah. no convincing her. You can't give her a snack. To, you know, so you can't like nah, you, you can't, can't like, bribe her. You can't bribe her to calm down. Nah, she's she her own person. <laughs> like she's she's very sure. I want kids so. now, man. I'll be like, I want some kids, and then my girl like, bruh, you're not even like, you gotta put a ring on. I'm like, what? I don't even know how to spell that yet. Hey, I'm yeah. not nowhere. I'm still on the R no, part. That's something you don't want to rush. Oh yeah. hell no! Because <laughs> once you put it on, it don't come off. So I mean, it do. We just take lawyers to get the- <laughs> it. Do it, it, it do? You know. So you gonna buy you gonna you gonna cash out on your little girl, man? Yeah, you just man. gonna keep it simple, you gonna get it like the nah, little dollhouse. I'm gonna get her together this Christmas. Cause know? me, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm my boy Ron, shout out to my boy Ron Simpson, Talent Six. He just put a post up today. It's called let me see what it's called real quick. I'm not sure. Shut all I want for Christmas is an eight fifty credit score. Cause he I'll wrote he wrote that. a book a couple months ago about trying to build credit, get credit better and help, you know, pretty much stabilize finances for, you know, young adults. And he's you know he's he's a, he's an auditor and accountant. He's all about that. And his and I'm like yo, I'm trying to tell my girl like yo, read this so we let's not do Christmas this year. You know, let's hey, just hey, uh, I would take an 850 credit. Let's let's Christmas. say this little bread I'm gonna spend on you because you know I gotta eat something nice because you you know you find right. me something nice I'm gonna get that that no no Instagram pic. Right. Now, you need the Instagram pic. You gotta have that. I rather save That's it until February when to March we can go on a trip or something. You know what I'm no, it definitely make a lot of sense. Um, for me personally, um, the reason behind me feeling like I, I need to get my go go crazy for my daughter mm-hmm. is you don't know what next Christmas is gonna be like, what your pockets is gonna right. be like, if you're gonna be it's, able it's to. Point. So every chance that you know, I know I'm in a good position to where, like for her first birthday, since mm-hmm. my wife doesn't celebrate. Uh, you know, I took her to Miami for yeah. her first birthday. So, because I, you know, I'm like, you know, this is her first birthday. Even though she might not remember, it's something I'll never forget. You know, and you don't never know what next year if you'll be able to afford. You know, you know, so you want to create memories while you can. I mean, don't ever put yourself in debt over something like Christmas. You know, don't run the major key alert. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, definitely plan for spending. You know, when you feel like you need, you want to spend, you know, a decent amount, plan for it. So I definitely been putting away for a while. Just for Christmas and her birthday's in May, so it's not far behind. Okay. Anniversaries like in March, yeah. you know. Uh, my and my wife's two year anniversary is in March, so dope, since we don't celebrate nothing else, you gotta go yeah. hard on the anniversary. Fuck, oh, oh, she remember those, man. So you know, it's, good luck, man. It's a, it's a strategy, man. You definitely gotta you gotta be on your toes. I'm 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 uh I'm still learning how to how to how to walk right now. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I've been out the game for a while. I'm just getting back in it. Still learning how to walk, man. And the crazy thing is, I still am, too. <laughs> hey, listen. That's all we trying. Ladies, that's all we trying to do, man. We trying to be good guys to y'all. If your man ain't going to get you something too nice, just know he tried. Right. If all you ladies out there looking for a ring this Christmas, 
don't rush him. Because if you get a shut up run, you're going to be mad. Yeah, and if you that man marry you too soon, you're going to be even more Exactly. Mad. Then you're going to, you, you don't want that. But All right, man, we're going we gonna to turn a little bit towards the, the guests right now. Right, we got all that extra other stuff out the way, man. I really want to dive into Rio as a whole. Like, I've seen you out here in the city. I've been down here almost two years now. We met here at Tacman because we know some of the same people. And ever since then, I, I see you, you always making moves, man, positive moves, either for the city, for yourself. You all moving forward. You know, you got a lot of things working for you. Just fill us in a little bit on what you can. You know, I want you to give all your little secrets away. Uh-huh. What made you kind of turn either into this well, person you are? The, the main thing for me was the, the main goal was was never to work for somebody else. Yeah. You know, I always knew it, it, it takes certain steps to where you get comfortable, you know, enough to, to jump off the porch and be out on your own as an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. which is why I still work at Tacma. You know, Tacma is, you know, s- such a dope brand to work for. And running mm-hmm. the store, I get to learn all the entities of a fashion business. So for me, that's beneficial for my career because that's the field I want to be in, fashion and entertainment. So pretty much anything I do is involving fashion and entertainment, mm-hmm. whether I'm you know, running the store, the brand, doing the brand rep, uh, doing my events and my parties, uh, some things that I'm working on that will be coming out soon. They're all geared around fashion and entertainment, but also I do a lot of stuff within the community. Yeah, um, yeah. I work with like uh, nonprofit organizations and I used to own a cafe. So it's kind of like um, I've pretty much been everywhere as an entrepreneur. My first business when I was 18, I had a landscaping business. And before I went to college, it's just like I done done a million things. And you've always naturally kind of just been somebody who I'm going to go get it on my own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always had multiple hustles. Um, I always had a job as well because, you know, I've always just believed in having multiple incomes. And plus, I wasn't always the best with my money. Mm -hmm. So I had to have money coming coming in in. all the time because I was messing it up all the time. You got to have it coming in. So now at this point in my life, man, it's just all about learning, building, and growing. Everything I do has to have meaning. It can't just be about money. It can't just be about, uh, you know, the look, you know, because I have a family and and also I'm at the point in my life where everything I want to live, how I want to be remembered. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to make a, you know, I want to leave my footprint in Columbus. I want to help Columbus grow. I want to help people believe in Columbus, Mm -hmm. but also help people believe in themselves and and kind of see, like, you know, a lot of Columbus, we grew up together. Like a lot of these people, I was born and raised. A lot of these people I've known since middle school, some elementary school. So, you know, all coming from the hood, coming from you know, the inner city and bad situations to actually have uh, somebody to actually know somebody and be able to identify with somebody who quote unquote made it out yeah, yeah. or made it period, you know, is, is the most inspiring thing or most motivation, you know, the biggest motivation you can have. So I want to be one of those people. You know, there's a lot of people in Columbus doing bigger and better things than I'm doing or, you know, doing just big things, period. Mm-hmm. But I want to be one of those people that can inspire and touch other people with my story. Now, it's like as you get more recognition in the city, because I do see you out here moving, man. Like you got your events. I've been to a couple of them. They always dope. Uh, maybe like what type of events you do during the week? Or like you know, so I know in the summer y'all always got something popping off. Yeah, in the summer, man, I was doing about five events a week. Now in the in the winter time, and with me personally, um, I've scaled down a little bit yeah. for the winter time. Uh, I do Fridays. Uh, I got an event on Friday and Saturday, but during the week I do, you know, the Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Just more like 
happy hour type events, social events. Uh, I got some networking events lined up. Mm-hmm. I go to a lot of other people's networking events. I try to step out of my comfort zone and Definitely. and be around That's people big. that That's I don't big. know yeah. and be in situations that I'm not familiar with where I'm in a room where I don't know anybody there. But everybody, yeah, it forces you to, I mean, ultimately it forces you to grow, but it forces mm-hmm. you to learn uh, new people, new things, and and. And I'm gen- I genuinely like people. You know, I like to learn people. I like to learn about people, learn what they do, learn what their interests are. And, you know, it's just it's just a fun thing to me. I'm a people person. Um, so that's just... Okay, so you had mentioned uh, earlier, like, as for the entrepreneurs, like for those listeners, man, who maybe want to kind of get into that, because I know me personally, I've never been... I don't think I... I feel like I have entrepreneur spirit, but it's it's always kind of hard to jump out because you kind of have a passion, something you want to do. Right, right. But what made you kind of fall into this fashion, like world, to where you kind of wanted like create your own, like you, because you were a brand. When you think about, it. I mean, yeah, you work here, but you have your own brand. Like, what made you really want to? Well, you know, I mean, initially, once I, I I focused on building my own brand first. Mm-hmm. And building my name up and, and everything that I did, I tried to do it as good as possible so that, you know, my self-equity would be built up. So when I started throwing parties, I knew everybody in the city. I had a pretty clean name, and that's what would allow me to get everybody to come out. You know, just create some people to, that the people want, and then, you know, Where the mouth push spread. it, and they come out. They know out if they go to a real event, it's going to be Yeah, it's you know, you create your aesthetic that you want, and, mm-hmm. and you bring people, and the ones who like it will keep coming. So with the fashion, I've always been in the fashion, whether it was the size 99 jeans <laughs> and the gold teeth or, you know, it was the, the double-breasted suit or, you know, whatever the case may be. I've always been in the dress. I've always liked fashion. But once I start working retail for, like, small boutiques, you get to see the different aspects of, like, being a buyer, being a merchandiser, being, you know, you see the whole business. Whether if you work for a huge chain company you may never ever meet yeah. the owner of your brand. Yeah. You know, where working with Tacma, I can text the owner it's right very now, intimate, call like, them right yeah, now. Yeah. I can call the designers. I can call the the wholesale team. I can call you know. Because you're on the ground floor, you kind of can you kind of can see what's popping. Yeah. Yo, this is some off white at a pop or this right, something. Right. Oh, and shoot. I also get to learn. I also get to learn. I never knew how many different jobs there were in fashion. Mm-hmm. There are people who don't know the first thing about dressing nice. But are some of the biggest names in fashion because there's so many different jobs uh, creatively mm. that you could do in, in fashion, and uh, you know you can just have a certain certain talent or a certain thing that you specialize in, mm. and, and and doesn't even have to be about clothes. You know there you know runways and you know this is so many different things that I just fell in love with. I fell in love with the whole. You know, Tacma with it being a small brand, it's a small, big brand. Yeah, definitely. So, small. you know, we're in close to 100 doors in the nation. We're represented by one of the biggest sales team, one of the biggest marketing teams. Some uh, of the biggest names some in the, the world. Yeah, and some of the biggest <laughs> names in the world, period. Yeah. So, and I get to meet a lot of those people. So, the networking has been limitless and, you know, the, the potential has been limitless. But I, I want to own my own brand. I want to own, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm on my own brand. I'm going to have a store. Uh, all of that as well, you know, right now I'm working on a few different things um, in and outside of fashion. Mm-hmm. Within the next couple of li- weeks, I'll be releasing my first app. I'm going to have a streaming Yeah, I've seen that. So Talk about that a little bit. So so the app is Amplify. Um, it's pretty much like uh, all your favorite streaming apps amplified into one. So it's like YouTube, Google Play, Spotify, you know, all streaming apps pretty much 
put into one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can search anything from lectures to comedy skits to music videos. You know, it's just all, it's pretty much Google for video. So, uh, it's, it's pretty dope, man. I'm super excited about it. It's done. Everything is done. I'm working with a few uh, different marketing teams to, to put the strategy together. And it'll be out in a couple of weeks. So, yeah, that's, you check know, it out, I'm, listening. That's going to be dope, Definitely. Man. Amplify. Download that on oh. iOS and Android. It's a free app. So you hear that is free. So you free. Gotta worry you about paying for that. Nothing unless you want the no the ad free. You know we ain't gonna kill you with the ads, but if you want the ad free, you gotta throw a couple dollars down. Listen, man, support support black business. Support man. black business. Support black man. owned businesses, man. Don't be don't be <laughs> like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I hate them ads, especially all them. I got a couple friends that still use Pandora, and when they come hey, up I to the party, Pandora, I listen. I never was a Pandora fan, but I had Spotify. I just said I'm paid. I'm paying ten dollars a month. I don't. I want to save. I'm using to get ads. See, and mine ain't even nothing like that. You pay three bucks. Ah, oh, man, done. what? You done? You got three dollars. I got three dollars in the car. You yeah, got you three dollars in the account, man. Check it out, <laughs> man. Nah, but so I'm. I'm working on those. Like, you know, fashion. I'm. I'm very passionate about fashion. I'm very passionate about. Have you always been like when you? Yeah, fashion. Something I've always been into. You know, even when I didn't have any money. You know, when we growing up in the hood, my yeah. mom would make sure I had some fubu, some Tommy. And I would just, I may have only had a couple Tommy, a couple fubu, a couple that, You made it work. Made but I, work. I made it work. You yeah, know, yeah. I do, you know, I, I learned how to, to put different things together. And I learned the eye for my own style and, mm -hmm. and to just be creative and be confident. That's what a lot of people don't have. Definitely. Their own style. Definitely. I mean, and, and the way it is now is, is most people don't have their own style, but... So, but that's better because when you see somebody with their own style, when you see something a little bit different, mm -hmm. it stands out for them because it's not the normal, you know, one, two, three, like yeah. most people are doing. But I think that now fashion is changing so much in Columbus and national, I mean, all over the world. But in Columbus, the thing I've liked is the originality. There's so many people who have their own style, their own, you know, twist to what they do. Mm -hmm. And even if you don't like it, you know, everybody's not going to like it what you do everybody's yeah, yeah. not gonna like how i dress but you know i think it's dope to see people stepping out the comfort zone a little more to do their own thing and be more artistic because fashion and art is the same thing you know fashion yeah, yeah, yeah. is a form of For art sure. and you know getting up in the morning and getting dressed is a creative process unless you're in the military like me yeah just put the same thing you know, on that's out. why i look forward going to the happy hours to the day party because i can kind of all right i have you know experiment you know, yeah. I'm, I'm a person that's like i want to be comfortable but also, I like I don't want to walk in. I look just like everybody else. Right. I like to put some, especially. Cause I'm from Cleveland, man. So like, it's a, I was since when I moved down here, it's a little different speed as far as clothing goes. It is. It you is. know, Cleveland like is, is uh... <laughs> I you know I can say it's better or worse because I, I live here now and I like I love Columbus. Man. I love I mess with Columbus big time. Now, I, I Cleveland is definitely a little more fashion forward than Columbus. Um, and I will say that now I feel like. Everywhere, like you know, at first you could mm -hmm. say this city is more fashion forward, that city is more fashion forward, New York, LA, blah blah blah. Yeah. But I feel like Ohio in general is becoming. Oh, you're moving up. Man. Yeah, you can't you can't <laughs> count us out anymore in, yeah. in any facet, you know, whether it be fashion, entertainment, or whatever. You know, I feel like everybody is stepping their game up, and you know, it's just it's a dope thing to see when you're in the fashion, and everybody's not in the fashion, which is definitely understandable. But mm -hmm. you know, when you do care about fashion and you you're into it. It's definitely dope to see the evolution. Stand on the fashion tip. We got, uh, you know, we got some ladies. Don't you want that custom feel when getting ready for your next birthday party or special event? Fashions by Monroe Drive can get you ready with that outfit design just for you. 
Start that journey for that one custom dress. Head over to Facebook and search Paris Campbell and she gets you right, man. Definitely, uh, she made, definitely makes some dope stuff. Yo, you, he he just he just definitely gave her a blessing. Nah, I definitely <laughs> been watching Paris uh, cook it up in the fashion kitchen for a while. She she definitely serious, man. About her she is big time serious. She's definitely uh, how can I put this? Her her originality originality and her craft is becoming so much better than when she first started. As anything you do when you first right. start, you get better with time and with practice. And she's put in she's putting in her a thousand hours. Nah, she's dope. And she's dope. If, she makes nah, I will tell you all this. Don't become asking for no discounts. <laughs> we don't do it over here. All right? support. If you want that one on one feel that like feel like a glove feel when your your man see like, damn baby you looking good. You gotta bring you gotta mess with her, all right? But stand on the fashion side, man. You have you have made a comment like you know you're really big in the fashion entertainment and they kind of go hand in hand. Right. You know when you have an event and people see you there and yo whatever you have on it's like yo I know a lot of guys I mean whether they want to say it or not they look at you like yo Duke can dress you know what I'm saying they they come to tag me to try and get kind of yo I don't say your style but you know what I'm saying trying no, I mean, right away and I look at other people as as influence. Um, you know, not saying like, oh, I'm about to go by the same fit he got on. Mm-hmm. But even by women, you know, you see people's creativity and it pushes you. Like, you know, or, dang, I got to step my game up. Or, man, Is there something wrong with that? I got a question. Like, I know me, I might watch TV and my shit. I'm like, yo, I like that just how it works. Right. You know what I'm saying? With the jeans and the shirt. I might, like I said, I'm not going to do the same thing, but I want to kind of put my spin on Build it. On I, I, like, yeah, yeah. I like just how it looks and I know it'll look right. good on me. But right. just, you know, just take different colors or different type of jeans, you know, something like that. Not def- I mean, I, I, I create, I have like a a vision board, you mm-hmm. know, where I take a lot of different looks and a lot of different styles. And, and I kind of, you know, things that I like, even, you know, from from architecture to, to everything, you know, mm-hmm. to food and, you know, anything cultural. And I, I put it on the vision board and from colors, shapes and cuts and all of that. And. And I kind of, you know, sometimes I get ahead of myself, but I try to build something from it. I try to, like, create a look for myself from it with the garments that I, I have. Um, but I don't think it's, I don't see anything wrong in be, by being influenced by other people's fashion. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing, I think, being able to compliment somebody else and having enough confidence in yourself to be able to compliment somebody else. But, you know, that's just me. Hey, man, y'all heard it, y'all heard it from a man real right now, man. Be yourself. Be original, but yeah, it's okay to, it's okay to you know, take inspiration from all these other places, man. But to be yourself. Man. Don't jog, don't bite, but be inspired. All right, we got a, we got a couple questions, man, from Twitter. Not technically for you, they just questions to the, to the podcast. We should have, I, I had a couple people ask, but y'all people just, we'll get to y'all later, man. I love y'all, but y'all tripping. Uh, what's her name? At Bitter Arab, Arab. Oh, I spelled, I said Arab. That's not oh, good. <laughs> At Bitter Arab has sent us a question. Uh, after telling the six, she wanted us to talk a little bit. We're gonna stay a little bit because I see this is a deep question here. After we go from fashion, I'm no, I'm in no rush. It's called. She asked. She wants to talk about the rise of Nazi Nazism in America. <laughs> because I don't know. If, uh, a while back, we just kind of go back to the first thing we talked about. Nah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm hit. Uh, I don't know if you saw the video that, that guy for his name. He was talking about hell, Trump, and hell. Like he was the alt right, as they called it. Um, I think that these. These people, of course, they've always been there, but, you know, with the the thing that Trump brings to the table mm-hmm. is he's different. 
he's not like anything we've ever seen before. He's, he's outspoken. He's arrogant. He's, he's. I mean, some people hate it. Some people love it. It's no in between. You yeah. either hate it or you yeah, love it. And the ones who love it see how outspoken he is, mm-hmm. and it just gives him a platform to be outspoken. You know, my leader is outspoken. My leader, you know, I'm following him, and I don't. Yeah. And that's just my outtake on it. That's just. I, I definitely don't agree with it. I don't agree with any uh, hate organization at all. And it's quite disgusting, but it's very disgusting. And it's disturbing, but and I don't think any good at all can come they, they, from this. Like type they of stuff. still do exist. No, but they definitely exist. KRS had a great quote. Uh, he was like, "Where are all these KKK robes that that they had membership to the millions back in this with the fifties and forties and whatever sixties they had? Yeah, they, you see them pictures. It's hundreds, thousands of them. You you looking at them and." and <laughs> And the government, you know, these government employees, these police officers that kill uh, every black person every chance they I, get. Uh, yeah, the, when I went to, we went to the church because we used to go to Thousand Six to talk to these young children about Black Lives Matter and social injustice. And the older lady, she had to be like sixty-five. She asked me, "Do you think that them type of people still exist?" And out there, I said, "Yes." What do you do? Because they not don't only do they come exist, out and tell you they racist, but they children, they yeah, children's like, children. You know, it's, it's like. I don't see. I don't. I think we did such a good job for the last couple of years of, you know, having a better understanding and coming together. And I was just big divide. I said, man, that divide has never been gone. It's just got. It was. It was just. Wasn't. I think they got smarter. <laughs> Obama was in office. They couldn't come out and say crazy stuff because black people was just like, yo, chill. The thing <laughs> is, I think that instead of being so out in the public and so outspokenly hateful. Um, Outspokenly is a word, but you know, was, yeah, it's a but, word on the podcast. Look, <laughs> y'all know what I mean. So, but you know, I think now they're just they're being more smart about it. They're becoming uh, people who make differences in the communities. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the wrong difference, but they still have power. They have influence because they're in the you know they're the government officials and they're yeah. the police officers and they, they, they the hold some of the highest you know. office. Yeah, so. Uh, they just got smarter with it. They, yeah. Their tactics just got smarter because you can't walk down the street in the KKK uh, robe with your crew. Now you know you'll get laid out. You know we we a lot stronger <laughs> than we were when we were in shackles and chains. So yes, uh, I mean times are different. <laughs> times are very different. Very different. And and they've adjusted and adapted with the times, which is you know a smart way to move. They just do it in a negative fashion. All right. Thank you for that question. At bitter Arab, I said that better this time. We got another question from uh you from anonymous. They don't want me to say their name, right. but she wanted to ask you. I'm gonna we gonna ask you this question. When you before you got married, right? And you don't have the right on yourself to expose yourself. But do you use some of the things you might have used intimate things with ex girlfriends on your now girlfriend? Hypothetically speaking. See, I got in trouble a couple weeks ago, but I mean I think that some things are inevitable because you know certain things can't really be done yeah, other ways. Exactly. But there are some things like if it's a special thing that you have with somebody else, you know, you if I'm out, I might, you know, say if I got a girl and I got one thing I do with her and it's like special between me and her, but she's not my girl, I might do it with other girls that ain't well, my or girl. Or let's say that's so, your girl. Like that's your girl. You y'all let's 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 say sex out of it. Let's say I don't know, y'all have like a special thing y'all do. I don't know what it is, just you know, whatever. And y'all break up. And whenever you get a new girlfriend and you incorporate that thing with her in your relationship because it's something you like to do. You might like to do it. Well, I'll say this. Things I've, – I've, 
other than my wife, I've been in one other long relationship. Mm-hmm. And like special qualities of that relationship and special things that we've done in that relationship, I don't do with my wife. Okay. Because when it's your wife, it's, it's different. It's, it's a whole different, you know, like when I was out in the streets, it's like you really don't care. You know, a lot of the people that you're dealing with, they don't care about you. You don't care about them. It's just a fling. It's just a thing in the That's moment. Right. You know, you're just out having fun. But when it's, you know, your wife or – now, if it's a, a certain place, like if it's a restaurant that we discover together, we, Man, you then, know, this is our favorite restaurant, and then I, I get married, it's like – Dang, I like the I mean, food I like, there. You know, I get it to go, maybe. <laughs> like, I, I I get it to go. I won't sit in the same section. I mean, there's certain things that you can't really expect people to all just stop doing. Let me, let me, all right, my, let's, let, I'm going to say me. I like to keep, keep 100 with y'all on the pot. So my first girlfriend, when I was uh, 19, uh, 18, my first real girlfriend, just kissed her on the forehead. You know, that's like something we did. Right. Everybody does that, but that's something we did. So yeah. my now, not this one, not, not – not now, but later in the future, whatever, 20 older, my new girlfriend, I'll still do the same thing. But if she was to find out, or to say she's found out, she was kind of pissed off. Like, why would you still do that with me if you did with her? I'm like, it's, I like the, I'm tall, you short, it's just something you do. And I had to stop doing it all together. I because, mean, but you also had to think of it from both angles. Say if, if your girl used to do this special thing with her old dude. You can't change that for me like that, I'm just saying, man. Well, you gotta, you gotta think of it from both angles because n- normally it's the she woman. She probably do. You don't know, but would you want her to? As long as you don't tell me, I don't care. Hey, and now if she, if she feel the same way, then y'all good. <laughs> All right, you get that? Was that that answer your question, anonymous? You're killing me with that shit, man. <laughs> All right, man. That's all the questions we have today, man. We want to thank my boy Rio, man. For Thank just y'all. being on the pod with us, man. Really appreciate you, man. No you know doubt. what I'm saying? Y'all got to check him out. Uh, come hit him up. Come in and tag him up. Support, you know, what he's doing. Also, support his app when it comes out. Amplify. Amplify, yes, sir. Uh, but t- where can they reach you at, man? You know, you got... What's your, what's you can your follow me on my social media platforms. My Instagram is Rio, R-I-O, underscore Hairston, H-A-I-R-S-T-O-N. And I forget what's my Twitter feed. Rioze, R I O O Z A Y Y Y. There you go. <laughs> if you can remember that, but yeah, just you know, stay stay up on what I got going on. Let me know he's, if it's he's doing real big you. things in the city, man. What you got going for New Year's Eve? You got, y'all got parties or something? Yeah, so New Year's Eve, I got uh, three parties in one night. So I'm going to do Avalon, EXO, and Reserve at the same time. But, you know, you just pay to get in one, and then you can hop on the party bus and just rotate, take oh. you to all three of them like all night. Shuttle. Yeah, so, you know, and got you, can shuttle get, going for you. you can get drunk on the shuttle on the way to the next spot. Yo, so. hey, fellas, I don't know about y'all, but I have learned a lesson over my last 27 years. It's probably best unless you got your girl to go out New Year's Eve single. Because there's a lot of single women who are going to be bitter that they ain't with nobody. And ready for you to just say hi to them. They want to bring in a new year. So that's just a little bit of my advice. You ain't got you know what I'm saying? Don't break up with no no girl your girl or nothing. But if you already single, don't worry about going. Go with your fellas. Have a good time. Because you're going to meet some single women out there ready to have a good time. Straight up. For sure. But like I say, I want to thank my boy Rio, man. Thank you for coming on the pod, man. Thank you for you being a, you know, a brother to the talent of the six. Uh... Definitely check out uh, uh, the website at talentthesix.com. I don't know why I said at the beginning. Y'all know what it is. Check us out. We got a lot of new posts coming this week and next week. Uh, never forget, man, the Cavaliers came back down 3-1, beat the Golden State Warriors. And, uh, you know, always here at Talent the Six, we learn together, grow together, build together, man. See y'all next weekend. Next week, have a good Christmas, New Year's Eve. Peace.